that toxic followership that we saw that went unaddressed, all of a sudden it rises up to the top and everyone can see it. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and man, it is good to be back in the seat this week. So we got ourselves a nice little streak going on the Military Sherpa Podcast, my friends. Well, this week, we are starting a series that I'm actually really excited to be starting. One of the greatest questions, the most common questions that I get asked when I'm going out in the world doing what I do is, why don't we ever talk about toxic followers? Why don't we ever talk about followership at all? It's just leadership, leadership, leadership all day long. Well, today in today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about toxic followers and toxic followership. And in fact, we're going to be focusing on followership. I don't even know for what, six or seven weeks. Like this is going to be a deep series. I think that we're going to do that. I mean, we're just going to get into it. So without further ado, I think we should. And uh, I'm going to start with a little bit of a different spin. I know we say that we shouldn't talk necessarily only about leadership, leadership, but I do want to start by talking about toxic leadership. And I want to share a story with you. There was a person who shall remain unnamed, though you are welcome to send me an email at mark at marktilshire.com if you want to send it that way and uh, tell me if you know who I'm talking about. But I won't say their name out loud, but there was a leader that uh, I did work with at some point. And one of the things that uh, he would do was when he first, before he got to a base, he would send ahead a photo. And this photo would be exactly what he wanted his office to look like. And so when he arrived at his next space, he expected that he was just going to walk in and everything was going to look exactly the way it did at his last space. And when he would come in in the morning, if something was out of place in his office, he would literally go into his office and he would drag his exec in his office and be like, what's wrong with my office? Something's not right. And his exec, of course, couldn't figure it out. And his exec eventually, he would be like, it's this pencil right here the, in this thing, right? And he would like drag this person through. And I remember one of my team members, and I won't say his name either, but his child had open heart surgery. And uh, that same week, they made him do something like this really big high-profile briefing. We'll say it that way. And when he didn't do a great job at the briefing, you know, because his kid had open heart surgery, this same leader sent over one of his sub-leaders to like yell at the team and let them know how disappointed, we'll say that in a nice way, to let them know how disappointed he was. And to say that this person was toxic, I think would be probably the understatement of the year. But of course, this person would never think that they were a toxic leader. They just were. And yet somehow this person had made it to a very high rank and he left the assignment where I knew him and he actually got an assignment at the next installation even higher than the one that he had when I know him. And as far as I could tell, his career is just rocketing on this trajectory up, 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 up as probably for the rest of his life. And it's this real challenge where this story of this toxic leader is not unique and the military promoting people like this individual, also unfortunately not unique. And yet it's prevalent. It's everywhere. And we're all fighting against it. We all, nobody wants to be a toxic leader. Nobody wants to be a toxic follower. And yet 60 to 80% of any audience that I ever poll anecdotally when I'm in a room and I say, are you a toxic follower? Are you uh, in a, following a toxic leader? Or are you in a culture uh, that's a toxic culture? And consistently over and over again, 60 to 80% of people. In fact, when I ask military members to guess what the number is, they always say, ah, you know, 80%, 70%. They know already. It's not just asking people in the audience if you are in an environment. If I say, hey, predict the number I see all the time, the number is almost always 60 to 80%. 60, 70, 70 to 80, I think is more common. And so I've started asking a new question like, okay, well, why do you think it's cool? Nobody cares. The world would be a better place if everybody just cared. 
And so I've started to ask a new question because you got to keep digging deeper if you want to understand what people think. And I'm like, well, if nobody cares, when do you think people stop caring? Do you think they stop caring when they make staff sergeant, when they become an E5? Is it when they make E6, E7? When do we, the people at the bottom, who obviously care because we have these open bleeding hearts for just everyone, which isn't true. But when do we stop caring? What is that magical time where we stop caring about people around us? And now the anecdotal evidence, right, that I'm getting, collecting from around the forces, well, it starts at about E7. E7 is, is when it starts. When people convert over to being you know, senior non-commissioned officers or higher, that's when they stop caring. And I would challenge that hypothesis right now. It's, mm, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that you get that extra stripe, that extra bar, you get that extra thing on your shoulder, and all of a sudden you become Marie Antoinette. Yes, let them eat DFAC. They'll be fine. Like, I don't think that that's right. I don't think it's right. I don't think that people reach E7 and then all of a sudden they just stop caring about all the people underneath them. I think that that's a flawed analysis, a flawed hypothesis. And if we look at these people, what I really think is happening is that these toxic followers or these people who have no idea what they're doing, they can't give what they don't possess. All of a sudden they rank up to E7 or higher. And all of a sudden that, that toxic followership that we saw and we ignored and we didn't address, all of a sudden it rises up to the top. That toxic followership that we saw that went unaddressed, all of a sudden it rises up to the top and everyone can see it. And so it's not that it happened when they got to E7, but the reality is it was happening all along. And that these behaviors that should have been corrected, they should have been detected, went unseen. And you're telling me that this individual that I saw who would send ahead a picture and then he would grill his exec because a pencil was out of place when he walked, nobody noticed anything was off about this guy? Nobody along the path, no outstanding senior NCO saw this captain or young lieutenant who obviously needed correction? Nobody saw this person and said, man, I, I think I should really do something about this. Gosh, somebody should say something. to Man, I should really have a good talk with his. Nobody? Nobody saw that? That chief that bulldozes over everyone, you're telling me that he wasn't a pain in the bottom staff sergeant? That some tech sergeant could have started to, you're telling me that never happened? You're telling me that nobody could have adjusted his attitude and either helped him up or helped him out of the military? Nobody? The reality is somebody could have. If you didn't do it, it just means it wasn't you. Either you were too lazy, you were incompetent, or your core wasn't strong enough. One of those three things is probably true. You're lazy. You saw a problem, but it was just too much. It was too difficult. I, I'm not the one. You're just lazy. Never assume that anybody sees what you see. Never assume that that lieutenant who's got a major problem, well, you know what? By the time he's a captain, it's going to be really hard for somebody. You know what? That captain who's a big problem, by the time she's a major, it's going to be very difficult to correct. That colonel, it's too late. That command chief, it's too late. They could be the next chief master of the Air Force and you could have done something about it. It's just like your children. Any problem that you see in your children that you don't take care of right now, it's going to multiply by the time that they're teenagers. And all of a sudden, you have disrespectful five-year-old and you let it go? What do you think a disrespectful 15-year-old? What do you think a disrespectful 25-year-old is going to look like? We all know. Just look around. Parents let that five-year-old go. They didn't know what to do. They were too lazy to. They thought it was ah, it's so back. No, it's not cute. And it's certainly not cute when your 25-year-old doesn't know how to freaking follow directions. Not good. And the question that I always ask is like, what could have happened? What could have happened if somebody would have just stepped in? What would have happened if somebody would have said, I'm going to draw a line in the sand and I'm not letting this person go any further. 
I am not going to allow this person's toxic followership traits or budding toxic leadership traits. I'm not going to let them go past me. I'm the line in the sand. What would have happened? I know what happened in my life because of one fantastic leader. And you know what happens in my life? I'm, I've, I've directed Congress for a year in the Congressional Leadership Series. I get to coach command chiefs and generals and this and that. I, I have amazing people on my team. We're transforming culture literally across the Department of Defense. Why? Because one person stepped into my life and was like, not me. You're not getting past me with these behaviors. I'm going to take you. I'm going to elevate you. I'm going to multiply into you what it is that you like about me. And I've been following after him ever since, trying to have an impact and to pay that legacy forward. One person did that. Somebody has the power to influence that individual. If it's not you, use this person as practice so that in the future you level up. If you don't practice on them, what's going to happen? You're going to pass them on. Then you're going to encounter somebody else, maybe somebody worse, and you wasted the opportunity to level up your skill set. One leader could have stepped in and changed everything. That leader could have been you. So this series on toxic followership is going to really be focused on how do we fix the toxic leadership problem by dealing with toxic followers. That's our job. You're raising up the next generation of toxic followers. You, you're doing it. You're doing it. And if it isn't you, it's the people around you. They need your, you've got me. Yay. I want to help you. I'm going to help you. You're going to help them. Then you're going to teach your sub leaders to do what I'm doing. You're going to teach the sub leaders to do what you're doing. And then together, we're going to rally around the military Sherpa flag, the banner. And we are single-handedly, as a group, going to transform culture across the DoD. They're not waiting for us. We're just going to do it. So this week, in preparation for the course, and the preparation for what it is that we're about to go through together, I need you, and here's where they are. There are four different things that I want you to write down. So take notes. I'm going to put this into the show notes. So in the description of the episode, you'll find these things in there. But there are four things I want you to be looking for this week. I want you to take the time to do it. Don't just listen to the podcast and think about it. I want you to write it down. Good old-fashioned pen and paper. I've got a remarkable, which I love. So you can get a remarkable, uh, but anything that you want to do. But I need you to write it down. It's not going to be enough to think about it. I want you to write it down. Answer all four of these questions. Number one, are there negative patterns of behavior around you? Are there things that have been gone on for way too long? Do you have someone who disrespects you, who gives you an attitude? Do people, whatever it is, are there negative patterns of behavior that you haven't been able to correct yet? I don't care what they are. If they've been going on for a long time, send me an email, man. Mark at militarysherpa.com. We'll use that email. I know I gave you a different email at the beginning. I got all kinds. Mark at militarysherpa.com. Send it there and uh, give me your big problems and I'll turn them into podcast episodes. I'll help you out. But are there negative patterns of behavior around you? Number one, that. Number two, what does your team do under high stress? When was the last time your team was under some really, really high stress? Think about that for a second. What was your team under high stress and what does that look like? Number three, how does your team talk to each other? Really, truly, how does your team talk to each other? Do they speak with empathy? Do they speak kindly to each other? Or do they speak with derision? How does your team interface when one, with one another, both day to day and under pressure? If we can identify those folks who speak with derision, who speak unkindly, guess what? That multiplies into toxic leadership. And if you don't correct it now when they're followers, guess what happens someday when they're leaders? They're not going to speak more kindly. When they're in a position of authority, they'll be more of who they are. So you have an opportunity to fix it. So listen to how they talk to others. Next and last is what about their reaction to feedback? Do you have anyone on your team that doesn't respond well to feedback? These are the four things that I want you to be thinking about. Write them down. Write them down, write them down, write them down a thousand times. Them. And then when we come back next week, we're going to dig into the roots of toxic leadership and the roots of toxic followership. Spoiler alert, they're the same. They're the same. 
And if you have people that are under you with toxic follower traits, then guess what the root cause of toxic followership is? It's you. You're the root cause of toxic follower. Or should I say even better, you're the root cause of toxic. Fantastic. Getting the job done. People are happy and content. But if you've got toxic followers under you and you're not fixing them, then you are the gardener that has failed to grow healthy. You've got a weed in the garden. And that weed is going to grow up and choke out the healthy plants. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. 10 years from now. 15 years from now, long after you've forgotten their name and they've forgotten yours, they're going to be choking out healthy plants all over the DOD. So I'm going to help you fix that problem. So answer these questions this week. Come ready to talk about it next week. And uh, just understand if we can do this together, we can prevent these folks from crystallizing into toxic leaders. And we can create the culture of our dreams. Now, here's what I want you to do. So you're going to do that. And then this week, I don't know if you know this or not, every Friday I do a toolkit session, my team and I. So I teach some of them. My team teaches some of them. They're fantastic. They're short, about an hour, hour and a half. Uh, Most days they end in about an hour. Every single Friday, 1300 Eastern time, we pick 1300 so that as many of you can attend them as possible. So 1300 Eastern. And if you want to register for them, it's very easy to do. www.militarysherpa.com slash toolkit. Super easy. I mean, you can't forget that. Militarysherpa.com slash toolkit. This is not just for my coaches. This is for everyone. It's for coaches, teams, family members, industry leaders, any and everyone. I need you to do me a favor. If you enjoy this podcast, I need you to come to the toolkit sessions. If you enjoy this podcast, I need you to invite people to the toolkit sessions. The toolkit sessions are free. They will always be free, but we just launched them. So now's the time. Get on board early. Meet the team. I'll be there with you hanging out. I'll see you then. See Friday, teammates. If not, I'll see you next Monday. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire.